Rodney Jane here. With the holiday period over, Baked Beans Month is back at Bob Jane T-Marts. Buy three, get the fourth tyre absolutely free on selected Bridgestone, Yokohama and Goodyear tyres. Plus, up to $150 instant cashback on a range of Goodyear, Dunlop, BF Goodrich, Continental and Michelin tyres. Alloy wheels from only $125 and tyres from just $69. All with our best tyre price guarantee. We'll look after you. Tastes and supply. These two do not like each other. There are two parts of the story as always. Red flag, this is a suspended uh, race. Welcome back to the Parked Up Podcast. We're powered by Racefields here. My name's Grant Rowley. I had a big episode. I've spoken to three supercars team managers. I've spoken to a TCR driver, a Trans Am driver, but I've got my favourite TCR driver sitting right next to me now. His name's Tony Delberto. We're at Simmons Plains. We're getting ready for the first round of the Shannon's Speed Series, the AWC Race Tasmania. There's so many sponsors here, Tony. I know you love sponsors, but how are you feeling anyway? Ready to go for a new season? Yeah, big year ahead. Uh, we're ready to go. I've got my flash new suit on as we speak right now and uh, just preparing for a day of practice. Um, so, yeah, had a little bit of a shootout yesterday, or when I say shootout, shootout. maybe a bit of a dust-off. <laughs> uh, try this new tyre that we've got in the category, the Kumo. Which seemed pretty good. Uh, a lot of lot of things we learned yesterday, so I feel like we're we're um, you know got everything sort of prepared for today's uh, test sessions and and the weekend ahead. So we'll just see how we stack up against all the guns that are here this weekend. Mm, there are a few guns. Uh, so thirteen cars in TCR for this event. Not a massive field, but the uh, quality of the field is certainly there. The new tire test gave us a little bit of a look at where everyone's at. I know Simmons Plains hasn't been the happiest hunting ground. I know you got a podium last year, so it probably wasn't too bad. But uh, you're only you're half a second off on a circuit that doesn't traditionally suit the Honda early days. But uh, how do you think you're going to stack up this weekend? And tell me about the tyre as well, the new Kumo tyre. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to know how we're going to stack up. We um, we only ran the one set all day yesterday, so it was, it was a four-hour test, and we, we purposely tried to destroy the tyre to see um, how far we could go with some of the setup of the car. Um, we've had issues here before with front tyres delaminating and, and issue, issues like that, so we decided to really work the tyre hard and do some long runs, and the tyre looks amazing, you know, and, and we kept sort of replicating very similar lap times. So... I think from a durability point of view, the, the Kumo is a very strong tyre. Pace-wise, I think it's quite similar to what we've seen with the Michelin. Um, but uh, you know, just to sort of know where we stack up against the others, I know other people put you know, another set of tyres on. And for those sort of days, like yesterday, I don't think everyone really shows their true pace. So uh, Will Brown came out of the blocks very quick and didn't do a huge amount for the rest of the day. So he's obviously pretty confident. Um, yeah, and you're right. It hasn't been a strong circuit for Honda. I remember the first year we came here, we were, we were very much at the wrong end of the grid, all the Hondas. Uh, last year was pretty good. We got a couple of podiums there, and uh, Zach actually won the round, so it was very strong for us. So, you know, going all in all, I think we can sort of be in that top five. Uh, whether or not we're quick enough to take pole, I'm not sure just yet. 
Cool. Okay. Big weekend of uh, Speed Series. It's all, all, of course, going to be live, ad break free on Stan Sport. You can catch Tony and his rivals banging around here uh, at the pork chop. I call it the pork chop down here. The the track map looks like a pork chop, right? With the with the hairpin. It does. It definitely does. Hey, funny little story. Yesterday, I was doing my uh, my notes at the end of the day, as we do, you write down what's good and what's bad. And I got to the track map and I thought, this doesn't look right. This doesn't look normal Where, where's the hairpin and uh and then i read hidden valley so we'd put the wrong track map on my note my uh, my uh, book so it's quite funny so i did a, i did a hidden valley um simmons plains uh, um description of the car okay so yeah right okay how does it go down the big long straight 1.1 kilometers down that thing yeah i said no good no good <laughs> <laughs> Need some more top end. Uh, okay, uh, I've got uh, a heap of uh, interviews that I've done as we build up here. We've had a big week of Australian motorsport with uh, the lead up to the first round of the Speed Series. Uh, we also had Supercars Test. Mm. Uh, the first time we saw the Gen 3 cars all together at Sydney Motorsport Park. It was really cool. I went there for most most of the day and actually caught up with uh, three of the leading team managers, Tim Edwards, uh, David Couchy, and Brad Jones. So uh, let me roll through uh, those three interviews now with uh, those three absolute weapons in the uh, in the supercars paddock, and then Tony, you and I can talk about some uh, Gen Three stuff. Okay, here we go. Uh, Brad Jones first. Brad Jones, huge few months to get this ready. It's on track. How's it all going? It's been amazing, uh, probably 10 or 12 weeks. There's so much work to do. I was saying someone yesterday, it usually takes us three months to build one car. And, and uh, you know, in less time than that, we've had to build four. So taking that into consideration, it's it's going really well. We've, uh, this is our third run with the cars today. Haven't had much problems, had a few niggly injuries, um, but nothing that's, that's knocked the cars around too much. Driver's first impressions of the cars, despite the wet weather? I think there's no doubt this is a very different car to drive. A lot less downforce, the car moves around a lot more, seating positions are very different, steering wheels hanging a little bit lower. There's a, a lot of things for them to get used to. Um, but I think now, after three days running, they're starting to get into their rhythm with the car and, and starting to enjoy it. That was Bradley, and this is Tim Edwards. Tim Edwards, I'm sure you'll agree it's been a, uh, a tough few months to get here, but we're here. We're here, and, and it's been a tough few hours this morning since we got here with the, the weather and everything else that's challenged us and a couple of little mechanical gremlins, but it's been a hard slog for the teams over the last three months, you know. I think if you ask every team up and down the pit lane, it's been 15 hours a day, seven days a week, so... You know, the real heroes at the moment are actually the guys who bolted these cars together in such a short space of time. Hard few months, but despite the frustrations this morning, even with the weather, it must be very rewarding to be in this position. Ah, I mean, I mean, first of all, we ticked a big box. They look really good. So, you know, cars look great. We've got 25 of them here on track, which, you know, I think there was doubts about a few months ago. So, you know, we've made it and, you know, it's it's... It's, it's early days for the new thing. We're, we're, we're trying to figure them out, you know, quickly. But, you know, I think, um, I think Newcastle will be pretty spectacular. And drivers' first impressions of the cars? Uh, they say, can they have their old car back, please? <laughs> because we've taken away the things that they like, like downforce. So, and obviously a, an engine that, you know, has been developed over the last 
20 or 30 years. You know, they've got something new that doesn't feel as nice to them because it hasn't had 20 or 30 years development. So, you know, they always want what they had. And, you know, when you go from 300 kilos of downforce to, to 50 kilos, you can only imagine what it feels like to the driver. He's just lost all that grip that he that he once had. So, unfortunately, they've just got to get used to it. And they, and they know that, but it's... Um, it's uh, it's new to them, and I think some of them are coping better than others. And sorry. And and Newcastle presents a completely different challenge. It's certainly no Winton or Sydney Motorsport Park as well. What changes with what we see here at Sydney compared to what we're going to see in Newcastle? Well, first of all, they're racing, and you're going to have 25 of them, and. And I've described it to a few people. We are a contact sport. We're, you know, we're not like GT racing, which is non-contact. Um, and so we don't know how these cars are going to behave when they're when they're all nudging into each other and bumping into each other, or even you know tapping walls. You know, it's uh, you know there's there's no there's no room for error when you're at, uh, at Newcastle as well. It's just a concrete canyon. So you know there's a lot of things that we won't know about the car until we actually run it around a street track um, you know bounce it off curbs so it will be it will be a whole nother exercise of learning thank you tim edwards and this is couchy couchy the uh, last few months must have been hectic but we're here and it, it all looks pretty good yeah mate it's really exciting to be at a racetrack with our brand new cars so yeah everyone's worked really hard all the teams um, but it's good to be here and start to do some laps and uh, start to tune the car and it's really exciting. Driver's first impressions of the cars? Yeah mate, um, we did a little bit of running in the wet this morning and yeah the guys thought that the, the grip level was quite good and now we're just starting to get through our first lot of dry, um, dry laps and cycling through our drivers through the cars so yeah mate so far so good, a lot to learn. Nice to, you, you've got a, a rookie in the team but you've also got Garth here as well, I mean the Gen 3 is new for everybody, yep. but must be great to have someone of his experience on board. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Garth's going to be a, you know, a massive, have a massive contribution to this team. It's really good for, for Matt to be able to talk to someone with so much experience, of course, and Dave as well. So everybody's learning from each other. They're all working together, talking to each other. So it's really good to see. Winton and Sydney Motorsport Park's one thing. Newcastle street track, completely different. What can we expect that will be different for Newcastle? Oh, exactly. I mean, that's that's probably the wildest street circuit that we go to. It's so bumpy. Um, you know, it's got really fast um, sort of section coming down the hill there. So it's uh, going to be a very different setup to what we're running here today. But uh, that's what we do. You know, we have to go there. So there we go. It's been a huge off-season for all of those guys. Tony, we've been watching from the sidelines, refreshing uh, news pages and watching video of testing of Gen 3, and there's been some great stuff, cool liveries. There's been some controversies as well. Hopefully you're going to get to drive one of these things soon too, but uh, I don't know. What's your, what's your take? What did you think of that all-in test in Sydney, seeing all those cars going around? Look, I think the category has done an amazing job to get everything you know ready in time there's obviously been issues the cars look fat they look amazing you know with the flames are back you know mm. all the things that i suppose they were trying to achieve for the fans 
Um, you know, we, we hear a lot of comments, you know, within the industry, you know, how the cars handle or what the issues might be, you know, from the preparation of the car or what parts are missing or whatever. But from the outside as a spectacle, I think they've done a fantastic job and their cars look really, really cool. Um, you know, it, again, like I was talking about earlier with the tally test we had yesterday, I think for, you know, the Shakedown City Motorsport Park, I don't know whether it's a true guide to, you know, who's fast and who's not. Obviously, you know, the Mustangs, you know, look like they're struggling compared to the Camaro. Um, but until we get to uh, Newcastle, who really knows, you know, like um, from from my insider knowledge at, at uh, you know, DJR, um, they didn't take co-drivers to the test because they've got so much going on trying to get these cars um, to uh, be fast and, you know, iron out some problems. So I don't know whether it's... Uh, you know, they're, they're just completely not showing their hand. I think there are issues. But, um, you know, so much interest in what's going on with Gen 3, and it's great for the sport. It really is. Everyone will be watching. I know for myself, I wasn't at the test, but I, I had uh, Natsoft on all day watching what was going on, you know, who was setting purples, and it was really interesting. So um, the next couple of weeks, I think, we'll, we'll tell a good tale, and uh, come Newcastle time, all the bullshit will stop, and... We go racing and we'll see where everyone stacks up. Yeah, and I guess the talking point within the industry at the moment is that uh, the cars aren't equal. The the, the Ford has some uh, disparity and it's uh, it's a bit slower and it's heavier and it uses its tyres in a different way. But I guess maybe from your point of view, assuming you do uh, end up with an endurance seat at the uh, end of the year, we, we have no doubt you will. But uh, they should have all those parity issues well and truly sorted before we get to the Sandown 500. That, that's um, you that's can... all that matters. That's all that matters <laughs> for me. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Um, all right. Let's uh, turn. Uh, let's turn our uh, attention towards uh, this weekend. Now, uh, I'm going to. I spoke to one of your uh, very close rivals, Josh Bucken, uh, who I reckon is one of the drivers who can really take it to you in this year's championship he's got the new i30n sedan he had a shocker yesterday didn't uh, hardly did anything um but with it with a couple of mechanicals but i spoke to him before the test uh, and he uh, outlined some of the reasons why he feels he can take it to you and try and take that number one off you hey josh bucken is back on parked up he's one of our favorites we're down here in the middle of launceston actually just doing a, a little event but getting ready for round one of the tcr australia series are you one of the favorites to win this thing this year i don't care if i'm one of the favorites am i your favorite you introduced me as one of the favorites twice i don't know where that ranks me because i know you're saying that to every driver so uh i know i'll never be tony to you but I'll accept second. <clears throat> Definitely a clear second in my, in my eyes. In my eyes. Understood. But seriously, uh, there's no reason why this title can't be yours this year. Is that the only way you're looking at it? Yeah, well, look, to be totally honest, I mean, it should have... Not that it should have been mine last year, but we, we were a very good sniff uh, right up until the end. Obviously, the race cancellation hurt us. We were off the front row. Um, so I think, I think, yeah, my consistency and skill sets proven now I, I know the job I can do uh, I've got you know what I think I'm biased obviously but I've got the best team down the lane I've got a very good car very good supporters as long as I don't see worded up um, then I'll be fine <laughs> see word it uh, okay the uh, the new car how different is it 
to the i30N hatch. Now you got to have one run at it at um, at Bathurst last year. Nice little head start for 2023. Yeah, and that mate, that's honestly all it was. The, the reason we ran the car there was. Uh, I mean, we probably anticipated that Tony was going to be a bit quicker at Bathurst and kind of wrap it up a bit sooner. So we had nothing to lose taking it there, and that's all it was. We had struggles with it in testing, and we were really unsure of where the car was at uh, overall. So taking it to Bathurst was a test session for this year, which is exactly what it was, and it, it, it sort of passed its test. So um, there's still a lot to learn. We haven't driven it since Bathurst. With the new tyre as well, that's also an added issue that we have to overcome, but certainly... We're still learning the car and there's only one of us, so we're doing it ourselves. So I, I, I can imagine we're going to have good rounds. We may have some shockers in there as well. But for what I've learned over the last two seasons in, in TCR is that you need to make the shockers as good as possible to, you know, um, make the series a competitive one. Okay, now in terms of testing, you did a couple of tests before you went to Bathurst last year. Have you done anything post-Bathurst? No, we haven't, and that's purely because we knew the new tyre was coming. Any miles that we were doing, probably just putting Ks on the engine, really, to be honest. So, um, no, I haven't done any miles. Obviously, the day we're recording now, in, in about an hour and a half's time, I'll be on track, and, and that's our testing. It's four hours of testing on the tyre, on the circuit we're racing, so it's probably a bit more applicable. There's a decent gap between round one and two. We'll get plenty of miles in between. Okay, who are you looking at as the uh, the big challenger? So, seeing as I'm calling you one of the favourites, yep. both on track and personally, of course. Yeah. But who are you looking at as the one who, you know, it's going to be uh, challenging you for it? Well, I think the fastest car last year was without doubt that the new Audi. Nothing's changed this year. I I would suggest that's going to be the fastest car again. You've got two very very good operators in Brownie and and Zach Suter who, you know. Yes, I gave him the race win last year, which I remind him about every time <laughs> I see him, but he's a very good operator. Brownie's obviously Brownie. I think they're going to be extremely fast uh, and they have no reason to, to not be the favourites, in my opinion. Um, I look over the garage uh, to Bailey as well. The i30 hatch had, had an update halfway through last year, which turned it into an absolute jet of a car. Um, so I, I actually think that's going to be one of the dark horses is, is the hatch, just purely how I know how fast the car is. Um, and they're probably who I'm looking at the most. But the form guide last year, if it's anything to go by, is that we're all contenders. So probably looking at those three the most. Aaron Cameron, can't rule him out. He's a, he's a talent. Um, Coxie, I mean, the top ten, the usual top ten is just murder's row of guns. So there's really no one who stands out. It's everyone with a sticker on their door is is a threat. The number one, the champ, Tony D, didn't get a mention in the, uh, I know you said everyone, yeah. but you didn't mention the champ. Doesn't it go without saying? He gets enough of a plug on this goddamn show. <laughs> um, no, look, Tony's, Tony's done it. He didn't have the quickest car last year and he still did it. So um, the class and quality of him is unquestioned. As much as I rip the piss out of him, um, he's, he's a gun. He knows how to put a year together. And he knows how to keep his nose out of trouble. Um, I have no idea how it was like Moses parting the sea for Tony in circumstances last year. He just found a way to avoid all the issues that we were causing. So, um, yeah, of course he's a threat. I don't have to mention Tony. He knows that. Okay, let's talk a little bit about yourself other than some TCR stuff. What else does 2023 hold? You got any other little uh, carrots in your, in your sleigh? Yeah, well, the Winton round that popped up has ruined my year because I now for, forfeit a race in historic Formula 5000, which oh. uh, if, if you follow any of my stuff, you'll, 
you'll uh, you'll see and know I drive that, which is a very very cool car. Um, so I've got a couple of races in that this year, which are, which are excellent. Um, I'll do some other stuff in uh, in some production cars and uh, my usual driving work with with brands that um, that I that I do work with. Well, they don't really interrupt with Hyundai, so I can say them. So um, so yeah, I'll be doing stuff in in some Ferrari Challenge cars and. Uh, yeah, just trying to stay busy in, in race cars. Just really try my best to not have a real job. That's my aim January 1st. If I don't do a day's labour where I get to get home and think, bloody hell, I worked hard there. If my hands still have no calluses on them, then as far as I'm concerned, it's a successful year. Josh Barkin, have a great time down here at Simmons Plains and all the best for 2023. Thank you, Linesman. Thank you, Ballboy. Thank you, Josh. Always a character, and he's definitely my number two favourite TCR driver, Tony. He was uh, very, very clear on uh, that you are the number one. You are my number one, and he's my number two. Uh, okay, I also spoke to Tyler Everingham. Now, I got to speak to him about some supercar stuff, some Gem 3. He's going to drive for Tickford Racing in the endurance races, and he's also signed up to drive for Dream Racing Australia in the Trans Am series. He's coming off the back of a couple of seasons of Super 2 and some uh, endurance races as well. So he's uh, certainly got lots of runs on the board at the moment. He's won Super 2 races. He should be one of the leading contenders in Trans Am, and I spoke to him about how he thinks this new season's going to go. Okay, I've got Tyler Everingham. He's a pretty busy boy at the moment, driving Gen 3 supercars, racing Trans Ams this weekend at Simmons Plains Raceway. Let's talk about the Trans Am first. You've got, uh, you did a test at Winton recently. Uh, you've come from the Super 2 background. You know how to drive V8-powered race cars, but uh, what, was, uh, what was your first experience in Trans Am like? Um, yeah, it was quite good. Um, had good fun driving the, the car down at Winton. Um, just a bit of a different approach and getting used to the tyre moving around a bit more than the, the standard supercar sort of style. Uh, you just mentioned just before we started uh, recording here that the left-hand drive was one of the trickier things to get your head around. Yeah, left-hand drive and uh, H-pattern gearbox, that was probably the main things for me. Um, I'm normally a right-foot breaker in a supercar as well and it's more suited for a left foot in these Trans Am. So there's a few different things, but... Um, yeah, felt quite comfortable at the end of the day and we sort of ironed out a couple of things, so looking forward to this weekend. So why Trans Am? You know, you'd, uh, you, were, you were kind of on the path to uh, a, a supercar's career, but um, yeah, things haven't worked out for you in that regard this year in the full-time sense or and not even in Super 2 as well, so why Trans Am? Um, yeah, I've always been interested in Trans Am, um, something I've been watching for quite a while. Um, pretty well since 2020 when I was about to do that wild card with Nathan Hearn. Um, yeah, so it's always been of interest and I suppose now is a good time, um, especially with the change of the Gen 3 cars and they're not quite as relevant anymore um, to the current Super 2 cars and, um, you know, budget was a lot more friendlier for us and, you know, just all worked out um so yeah looking forward to jumping in it awesome okay so you got to drive the gen 3 car uh yesterday at sydney motorsport park just before we talk about that uh a comparo between gen 3 and trans am different but similar than like compared to you know the old supercars um yeah they do have some similarities um the gen 3 does move around quite a lot um obviously got a heap less downforce than the previous gen supercar um 
still sort of same braking technique. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of development to happen with those cars, and um, yeah, looking forward to seeing that happen. Cool. Okay, Gen Three. You had a uh, a good crack at it yesterday. I signed up for Tickford for its uh, endurance uh, endurance season later this year. Two races as well. Uh, cool to get the call up for um, you know you, you, your biggest opportunity in supercars. Yeah, definitely a good opportunity. Um, you know, to work with an experienced team like that, and uh, you got some of the best guys that are driving those cars in that team. So I'm um, really looking forward to learning off them. Um, and I think as a team, we're going to. Know, really work together and get these things going. Um, we're probably one of the teams that are in the best boat for that opportunity, I suppose, um, with the experience they have. So, yeah. Uh, it wasn't confirmed who you're going to partner with. Was that right? Yeah, no confirmation there yet. Some good choices. Uh, some good choices there. Uh, you know, no real uh, weak links. Um, I suppose you would you would say. So, um, are you going to get much testing in the in in the lead up? Um, yeah, I hope so. There's plenty of testing to come. Um, as I said, it was a pretty good opportunity to get to uh, head down to Sydney and get some laps in it quite early um, compared to other co-drivers. So, yeah, hopefully there's some more opportunities later in the year. There might be some ride day opportunities as well to jump in and just do a few laps. Cool. Okay, well, before we get uh, excited about supercars, we have Trans Am this weekend. Pretty competitive field at Simmons Plains for the first round. Uh, of the Trans Am series, where do you think you're going to file in? Um, not sure yet. It's uh, all unknown, but um, I definitely know where I want to be, and that's up the front, fighting for a, a win. Um, may not happen, you know. It's all all new to me, so um, yeah, just looking forward to getting into it and um, yeah, seeing where where I pan out. And the Dream Racing guys are really taking their stuff serious as well. Craig Scatella runs a really great team. Um, what's your uh, feeling on their squad? Um, yeah, well, straight away at Winton Test Day to feel comfortable with the team and the car and everything like that was, um, yeah, a big plus. And that obviously shows their experience. And coming here and, and having previous experiences here as well um, should be good. They should know a few little tricks to set up the car and get it to take off. So looking forward to it. Mate, the uh, the church bells here have started to ring. I think it's lunchtime. Thanks for uh, thanks for the chat. Oh, good. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you, Tyler, for that. And Tony, no, you haven't driven the, the, a Trans Am car, but it's got to help uh, heading into those endurance races that you're just keeping miles up. But uh, yeah, you know, rear wheel drive cars that are sliding around a bit. That's that's going to help, Tyler, right? Yeah, I agree. And uh, you know, in I looked at trying to do Trans Am if this TCR stuff didn't come off for this year. And I think it'd be uh, a great preparation for the supercar Enduros. Um, you know, under-tired car, lots of grunt, uh, not a lot of aero, all these sorts of things, um, which the new Gen 3 is meant to be all about. And I think if you're doing Super 2, you, you're probably going to be spoiled a little bit. You're going to have heaps of... Um, Heaps of grip and heaps of aero, and then you jump in the Gen 3 and it might be a bit of a shock to the system. So I think that's um, a very good plan for Tyler. I know Moff's done the same thing. Um, just to sort of get yourself used to a car that moves around quite a bit, um, which the Gen 3 looks like it's going to be as well. Cool. Okay. Well, you can uh, watch all the Trans Am and the TCR, S5000, Touring Car Masters, a whole bunch of other stuff on Stan Sport this weekend, the first round of the Shannon Speed Series. Tony, we're going to have to get going because mm. we're going to go do a photo shoot right now. 
and we don't want to upset our good mate Daniel Kalish, who's there waiting for us to uh, to take a couple of photos. But um, uh, yeah, looking forward to it, mate. All the best for the weekend. All the best for the year. You're going to win. You're going to de- defend the title here. I'd like to, but it's going to be tough. There's no doubt about it. But uh, I think I'll just take the same strategy into this year as I did last year and finish all the races and watch all the young guys uh, uh, make mistakes. Well, that's my strategy anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Thank you. You'll uh, hear from uh, me next week. Enjoy your weekend racing. You've just listened to another Network R production. 